Hi, I'm Keshav Naidu and this is Talk to the Brand. Together, we bring you inspiring stories from the world of brand building. This week in our studios, we have Mustafa Rangwala. Mustafa started his career at Saatchi and Saatchi, then moved to Low Lentas, followed by Star Sports. He's worked in India and Indonesia. Primarily, he's a copywriter and he's currently group creative director at Ogilvy Mumbai. Welcome Mustafa. Really nice to have you on the show. Thank you Keshav. Good morning. Pleasure is all mine. Great. So what I'd like to ask you is you've had a long illustrious career. Uh, you worked on several projects. Most famously you you worked on Star Sports. Uh, this was while you were at Star, right? That's right, yeah. Right. And the camp the campaign that I know you best for and many of our friends know you uh, is Mocha Mocha. That's right. Yeah. Would you like to talk about that a little bit or are, are there some other campaigns that you want to talk about first and b- before jumping into Mocha Mocha? Uh, I guess uh, Mocha has to be the one we, we should start with because that's uh, amazing. Giving me the most amount of pleasure and success and as you said in a long I don't know how illustrious the career has been it's definitely been a long and uh, a really enjoyable one. Great. So how did the how did this campaign come about i'm sure there's a really interesting story behind it and this was uh, just before the 2015 world cup uh, we had uh, it been it had been a year and a bit at star sports and uh, i think it was one of uh, almost had started off as an experiment within star while they had been having uh, professionals from the industry working within star for the other channels this was like a proper concerted effort Uh, where they wanted to put in an internal team to handle the advertising and sports had uh, it was almost like you know those were the years 2014 15 was when it was really the boom that we are seeing right now that was the that initial was the phase you know initial the phase that's where Genesis it all started was just about happening where you can almost say that the channel took responsibility or ownership for its own uh, yeah. content mm-hmm. I would say credit to setting up that team goes to uh, Juju Basu. Uh, he was the first one to be sort of asked by Star Sports to come in and uh, put this team together. And uh, because traditionally it was an agency or an agency's creative team that would come up with the content yeah. or the. Uh, it was a until then. Uh, Simba sports channels do two kinds of advertising. As in, there's one uh, where you'll see the daily churn kind of uh, what uh, in industry parlance is called the promo. right right uh, which is basically using footage from various sports the action on the field and everything Correct. you cut to very entertaining something. stuff right the ones you see yeah. before a champion before a tournament yes. and so that was the stuff that was always been done internally Correct. and that would be more like not from a brand perspective uh, it would be more contextual and more from Topical. an appointment uh, viewing perspective saying okay the catch next, it at this time catch it it was a day date and timing kind of uh, announcement and you can't send that out yeah. that you have to do that in house and uh, i will again go back to juju because uh, see that was a time when a lot of us industry as in when i say industry the advertising professionals were a little wary about getting into television channels because we were afraid of getting bracketed into doing just the promo variety kind of uh, stuff and being uh, kind of typecast into just doing one brand day in and day yeah. out that can be a scary mm. thought for exactly industry mm. agency creatives yep. and even after i joined uh, while i was also then looking to set up my team within the larger team mm. attracting talent was uh, tough tough so uh, yeah moka sort of worked on a lot of levels you know one was yeah it helped me in my career uh, 
for once mom and dad knew what you did came to know about the work i did for after so many years and yeah most importantly uh, it became a lot easier to attract talent to, to the team you know uh, right. suddenly people were understanding that yeah, there is a fair amount of uh, as in not amount of work but the potential to the do work sort of that would get noticed suddenly became apparent to yeah. younger professional correct and also the kind of exposure a channel can provide in terms of because the airtime belongs to them yeah you know uh, visibility definitely and the bigger biggest advantage of it was uh, unlike traditional setups the client was sitting in next on a cubicle next to you right traditionally we are working with uh, brand teams at the on the client side and everything and you would meet them yeah you meet them on a regular basis you understand their issues their problems uh, their ambitions and everything but here you having tea and cigarettes with them on a daily basis you having lunch with them uh, you uh, it's a hang out with them and suddenly uh, the entire thing sort of the cohesion which you require within a team falls into place and yeah while uh, i like to take credit for moka but yeah there was a massive massive team that sort of went into it and everything and no that's great that you're you know sharing the credit with the larger team so uh where do you think it all began like was was there a briefing process was yes. there a you know was there a strategy in place for this uh so well uh, it started with uh, the process really started around a good uh, see the world cup 2015 started in mid uh, february okay india's campaign i remember correctly started on february 14th if i recall correctly but the work for it started around nine uh, good nine months in advance okay when we started uh, pitching ideas to the in- uh, internally to marketing and everything and stuff like that and then it all reached sort of a head by around uh, december or so where uh, we presented campaigns for the entire world cup and everything and uh, that's when uh, the idea i uh, me and my team presented then uh, lost out to <laughs> i'd like to call them alma mater in a way to lolintas okay <laughs> um, and uh, i think uh, your listeners uh, might recall that campaign it was called uh, won't give it back yeah a very yeah. Uh, powerful uh, high adrenaline piece uh, because uh, we were going in as uh, defending champions and uh, yeah uh, you can call it sagrape so <laughs> obviously yeah. <laughs> allegiances matter but i thought we had a better brand campaign then but for obviously there were merits and demerits on the basis of which uh, won't give it back one through so what we'll do is we'll add some links to these commercials in the show notes also so you can mm. go check them out and uh, we'd put in a lot of work on the campaign we had presented and uh, we lost out and for a while we were like a little down about the entire thing but then there was a center uh thing about like listen india's opening uh, the campaign with which is basically i never like that fact but yeah we indians like to think if we can lose the world cup but let's make sure we beat pakistan that's all that matters about it <laughs> and uh, we saw an opportunity there and uh, actually yeah we just thought of the opening commercial to begin with and uh, you I'd, would not have imagined right at that point you probably didn't think that hey this is going to have become a beast of its own or did you oh, have we did not uh, no uh, we did not uh, really imagine or had no inkling of what it would turn into 
we knew that we had a fantastic commercial on our hands right. definitely like you knew you had something that people will like and yeah. love and uh, i think uh, credit also over here i need to mention uh, two individuals especially within the star sports setup uh, the then ceo uh, certain um, gentleman called nitin kukreja okay and uh, the head of uh, marketing at star india gayatri yadav okay uh, I don't think it would have been possible without them because uh, by the time because see uh, Star Sports had already invested massively in terms of not just production into in terms of airtime for the won't give it campaign and everything that's like going and telling them hey I know you've done your campaign but there is this other concept that we would also like you to do yes which you know from an outsider agency point of view is unimaginable yeah. it may not even leave the door mm. but given your uh, closeness you could yeah. have pulled this off yeah. which is great and uh, say again i recall those moments quite clearly because uh, i had been like uh, i was desperate to make that commercial and to the point where uh, i was telling i was narrating the scripts to the elevator men and star <laughs> building as such you know i was like the, uh, the cigarette vendor outside the star sports building knew about that script and everything <laughs> and that's how i think uh, these two individuals i mentioned came to know about it and they gave me a 2 minute audience not even in a meeting room they said listen we've heard about something uh, what's this about and uh, i narrated them to the script in like in a corridor meeting almost and they stopped me midway wow and uh, i was like uh, okay so should i just go back to what i was doing they said nah we love the script uh, only thing was i presented it on 30th january the okay. india pakistan game was on the 14th of feb oh my god they said we give you 7 days to produce it and put it on air and now anybody familiar with the world of advertising production and everything is going to be shocked uh-huh. by this but for people who don't know yeah. let's please tell so them. to put it into perspective once a script is approved uh, i think it takes us 10 days to first uh, probably uh, identify the various directors we would like to approach and here i was getting 7 days to crunch what would probably a month long process into 7 days and i had to put it on air uh, i was desperate to make it uh, without any clue of how i was going to do it i said yes and uh, that's when i think the other the guy who actually invented the phrase uh, came in uh, mr suresh triveni who sort of uh, directed the first three commercials uh, the first two commercials and then he had a he had some other work lined up he took a break for a commercial or two and then he did the rest of them he came up with the phrase moka actually okay. the phrase moka was never there in the script uh, the script was just about this uh, pakistani friend of ours who you guys might uh, still remember <laughs> and him wanting to break his uh, light up his box of crackers and he's still waiting for that and uh, i remember i presented it on the 30th of jan at around uh, 5 6 in the evening and uh, i got back home uh, i'd sent the script across to him and at around 9 in the evening i think i spoke to him and i narrated the script uh, myself to him he was immediately excited and everything and uh, i put the phone down to uh, with him as in he promised me so okay i'll start putting down my notes and some ideas uh, his producer was already starting to work on the costing and all that he said okay let's chat tomorrow morning and do how to take this forward i'll think over it overnight and see where it is 
and uh, i was like i didn't know what i don't even remember remember the state of mind i was and i had dinner and uh, at around 12 she called me back he said listen musfa i don't know what we going to do i still working on ideas but i know one thing for sure the soundtrack for this has to be a sufi qawwali uh, because it is, he's pakistani uh, also i while the entire humor is there in the screenplay i still want to bring in a certain amount of passion that like listen we don't want to just make fun of him we want to build him up as someone who's really passionate about seeing pakistan win against india in the world cup and i want to juxtapose it to the sufi love for god a sufi love for your other one and everything and uh, i want him to be someone who f- f- yearns for that moment of victory as much as uh, a person yearns for the higher being or his loved one and super it just clicked in my mind and uh, it's such a beautiful layer to add right it just it is like uh, all credit to him and then uh, he sort of uh, made sure uh, we and then that's when uh, the lyricist uh, vikas dubey uh, i think he's still at star sports right now he sort of uh, jumped in saying you know i really want to write the lyric and uh, he came in and uh, i remember the music directors i forget their name right now but they've gone on to do a fair amount of work apologies to those two guys right don't now worry, vikas and the two music directors were locked into a studio and uh, that's when suresh came up with the phrase uh, he told vikas that listen this is pakistan's mauka ah. he's this is the mauka that he has been waiting for yearning for for like around nearly two decades by then and yeah that's when the lyric came in and then a lot of things fell into place uh, so they saw the potential on on paper they saw the they saw potential in the script yeah and so often that's what kind of wins you uh, collaborators yeah Right. and that's when uh, i think and see that that's where a whole lot of other things fall in place you know when i say a larger team worked on it uh, like i can there are a lot of names there was uh, rohit khanna who was uh, head of uh, marketing at uh, as in cricket marketing at star sports right. uh, his team venkat uh, istiak in terms of like you know anybody who's familiar with the way the process works just getting a costing approved takes a matter of 3 4 days these guys just push day and night got costings approved in a matter of hours they uh, and see remember star sports has sort of expanded their budget on the campaign i don't know where did they sort of they actually they found the money scratched the dregs of the <laughs> barrel and they found it somehow and uh, they made a lot of things possible in the sense uh, the entire marketing team there made sure that me and my team were only concentrating on how to produce the commercial how do we produce the next one and so on and so forth the entire logistics of it and everything we didn't even uh, feel an iota of the pressure at never at any point did we feel okay, listen guys things are getting held up over there and uh, uh, yeah kudos to a whole lot of people here in the sense uh, lot of sleepless nights and everything but uh, everybody just pitched in and uh, pitched and more you know as more than what they were asked for at that point right. in time and this this too after the job has been done already technically the yeah. pro- the campaign for that season is done yep. you've come back and said now hey there's another campaign we'd like you to do but it requires so much hmm. more work please yep. and everybody just on all in. counts because this was going in a slightly diff- different direction uh, in terms of budgets in terms of uh, 
space on air because they have planned for uh, the won't give it back campaign to be running in various uh, right you have to alter that media plan marketing the people who sort of plug the commercials everybody had to change uh, their lives their schedules and the <laughs> schedule on air and everything and they're doing it smilingly yeah. Yeah. nice so is there anything you have in terms of uh, how the production went off eventually once the song was so you sure you had the music ready now we had the music you ready the uh-huh. we had the track ready in a certain form as in almost close to what you'll eventually heard on air uh, and we had it playing all through the shoot as such and there were that set the it was almost magical on the sets because i remember small little details you know like every time he would uh, because you're actually trying to portray pakistan in a tiny room yeah That so was it's there. Full of, it's about detail, mm-hmm. no? So if you're just small little details, you know, like uh, we did not have his father event uh, initially in the script. Uh, it was some uh, spot boy on the set who said, "Okay, why don't we have a?" It was a joke, you know. He said, "Okay, इसका एक बाप भी होना चाहिए." So the guy who was one of the caterers on the sets became his father, and you'll see the commercial uh, like that's in 1992. And then you see the same guy uh, on a photograph on the wall. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> yeah. So he was the guy. Uh, who, so he was not even just a caterer. I remember uh, we were shooting. Uh, sorry, Suresh and team. I'm letting the secret out. But we were shooting in a place that did not allow non-vegetarian food. He was the guy who used to <laughs> smuggle in biryani for us for our lunches over there. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> small little things like every time the Pakistani guy would uh, pull out his box of crackers after four years, uh-huh. there was one guy on the set who said, "Yeah, ये चार साल के बाद इसके ऊपर cobwebs होने चाहिए ना." So these were not touches of either agency or Suresh's main directorial team or something. This was some guy who probably his only job there was to make sure coffee was being served on time, and he said this. So lot of things were being added on the fly. But it's so democratic that you guys are open and receptive to these concepts and ideas, right? Often on a on a shooting uh, on a floor, right? People aren't really receptive to these ideas. In fact, most people don't even feel comfortable to voice their thoughts. Mm-hmm. it's like do your job and shut your mouth in many cases it's like that so it's great that you had this great uh, open culture we were just going with the tide because <laughs> i would say i don't think we had the time to pause and think <laughs> we were just going by instinct it sounded like something that made sense and we would just go for it yeah uh, if we had paused to think i don't think i would have been sitting here talking to you about this campaign <laughs> nice. so so this is a great story you know so far like uh, is there any other like little nugget or something else that you look at and go wow like that really took you by surprise or how that happened apart from the larger you know the entire process itself so, uh, i think uh, when we conceptualized it it was one commercial india pakistan game uh, we wanted to make it as big as possible right. and uh, i think it was on the 7th of february we uploaded it on uh, uh, digital handles on and uh, we didn't put it on air to begin with we first just put it on a digital handles on a social media handles and everything by 7th evening we put it up and uh, said yeah okay fine uh, we were all relieved that it was over we delivered it in time and we were happy with the commercial the way it was and was that like intent as as far as uh, marketing intent goes was it to test reaction was it to dipstick it or no not really uh, what they said was putting it on air would have meant changing a whole lot of other things or immediately immediately and uh, 
putting it on social and on YouTube and things like that was a lot easier than uh, putting easier. it on air because uh, that means uh, entire uplinking and everything you've got to technical hurdles uh, was there and uh, plus also in terms of investment in the sense do we uh, there was a won't give it campaign won't give it back campaign that had been running for a month and to replace it would have meant like you know going back on an investment in terms of time and money over the last one month true, and everything true. so that was perfectly understandable so you put it up on uh, Facebook and YouTube and so on and, and uh, we all went to sleep and uh, we all woke up to our phones buzzing like all hell had broken loose uh, if I recall correctly uh, likes and uh, number of people having seen it on Facebook and YouTube there are a lot of, uh, of theories going around it you know there are a million bots around the world watching it and so on also and these so are forth. early days right? Yeah. this is 2015 <coughs> things weren't as uh, what do you call devious as they are today or even in terms of uh, metrics that we had to measure weren't as well developed as really. well developed so but the thing is uh, the figure that stood out for us was that uh, on I, mean, I remember the Facebook figures somewhere vaguely was like we had uh, well over a million views in one night wow. but the figure that really is now see views can be bought but the figure that stuck out was 150,000 shares in one Facebook. night in one night now uh, shares cannot be bought uh, you know Absolutely. That's uh, almost irrefutable evidence and uh, we all convened in office the next day and that is when it was like all of us were a little stunned, we were a little uh, disbelieving of it. <laughs> uh, we really, for the first hour or two or for the first half of the day, we really didn't know what to do with this. You know, we had like a monster that we were happy to have uh, on our hands, but didn't know what to do with it. What now? Yeah. That's when uh, some voice in the room cracked up and uh, said, listen, the next game is against South Africa and uh, the, it's a reverse statistic. We had never beaten them. Uh, and uh, So the next question was, do we think India has it in itself to laugh at itself? And of course, that was a major debate happened. But eventually, I think uh, India sort of came through pretty well. The second one was the reverse. And uh, I think that was the more ballsier film to make. To make. It seemed like a no-brainer, but yeah, does India, can India laugh at itself at was a big question and I'm really glad, you know, that yeah, we do, we can laugh at ourselves. It's yeah. so true. It's, it's amazing that you guys did it. And after that, that's when we knew, after the second one came out and uh, that's when uh, the entire setup, the entire marketing uh, setup and everybody knew that, listen, it's uh, too big a thing to sort of uh, pass on and uh, we should sort of uh, squeeze it as much as we as could. Much. And again, that's where everybody comes in. Again, I keep Keep uh, stressing on this, you know, that... See, look at the schedule we were working on, you know, because India's schedule was such uh, that we were playing our games always on a weekend. So we, we would wait for what would happen on a Saturday, Sunday. We'd convene an office on a Monday. We'd start thinking of the next script for uh, to be uploaded. Right. So by Monday, Tuesday, we would be working on a script. Again... Anybody who's worked in uh, a marketing, advertising thing, getting a script approved goes through like... There are some 10 gates it has to sort of, you know, pass through and everything. You are getting approvals within a matter of hours. Hmm. And again, there were times when I would send a script across to, let's say, Triveni and his team by a Tuesday evening. And uh, he would have to shoot on a Thursday so that he can wow. edit, do post, do sound, everything by Friday night so we can upload it. And there were at least two instances when after I've gotten approvals on everything, Suresh would look at the script and he would say, you know what, Musti, we need to rethink this. We can do better on this. So I would say, but you don't have time.
time to produce it if I delay it anymore. He's saying, okay, don't worry about that. You work on what you have to. The production logistics, you leave it to me and my team. And uh, him and his producers, a lady called Ketki, they just uh, made life so much easy for me. And uh, even against the marketing team also, like, you know, for them to have approved something and on the basis of a director's feedback to say, okay, we'll listen to him and let's rethink it. And... Uh, I think a lot of people put away their egos, put away their personal lives, put away all kinds of other things that were important to them or, and they put it on hold and sort of just uh, put their shoulders to it. Nice. So that's the birth of this entire Tar Sports campaign. That's how this all started. Yep. Great. Thank you for sharing that. So let's, let's talk about what's happening in India at the moment larger marketing advertising branding point right when you look around you've you've worked on tons of brands, right you've worked on various campaigns across your career is there do you do when you look at what's going on in the market today what do you observe or what do you notice like do you feel is interesting to talk about? most interesting thing is uh, there are new challenges that we are all facing as an industry biggest challenges in terms of our need to evolve uh, earlier i would say around 10 15 years back before this entire new age uh, economy came in like with all the startups and everything the big idea you know which is what like the holy grail for us uh, advertising professionals right really was part of uh, came from the advertising aspect but now if you see you take the googles of the world and the facebooks of the world and uh, you see a lot of the startup brands like i can think of uh, educational apps like a baijus or uh, a home uh, food delivery idea like swiggy and yeah. zomato and everything i think the product by itself comes with such a big idea correct mm, it's almost like what we used to do best has been taken away from us I wouldn't say taken away. I, it almost feels like it's it's technology is technology is, is, the, uh, sh- is, is showing the us the way in some way. Yeah, and uh, it's incumbent on us now to sort of uh, match up with them. And a lot of uh, there are few professionals and some brands doing it uh, very well. Like you know, uh, I can uh, most recent example I can think of is let's say uh, Cadbury's did the Unity Bar. Yeah. That's a superb example. Kudos to the agency and the brand for having pulled that off in the sense like whatever little I know of was uh, Cadbury's had to sort of stop their normal production units to produce that bar for... Amazing, no? Can uh, you imagine suggesting that? And they've actually taken a hit on their sales because uh, they couldn't produce as much chocolate that day for that day because a lot of production lines had to be stopped to produce it. Like I'm not very sure of the technicalities and the numbers but to put a message out and to come up with a bar that had four different chocolates in it, uh, the technical uh, complexities might have been massive. There have been times in the past when you asked a client to make a little change on their packaging, which was impossible to do. Yeah. <laughs> For them to have pulled off something like that is great. Or, because this is this goes beyond the packaging. Yeah. You're going and putting a spanner in the works, hmm. literally stopping the assembly line, yeah. rejigging it for a day. Hmm. And... I think, uh, so the challenge for advertising now to sort of look at itself a little differently. Yeah, yeah. it's not uh, just about putting up that ad on air or on yeah. Facebook. It's this kind of... We need to start getting involved a little earlier in the entire marketing process, you know. Which uh, is happening. Which is it's happening. happening, yeah. People are rising up to the challenge. The industry is... We're doing such examples. it uh, and we're learning a lot along the way, which is the most interesting part. But yeah. it's also the most challenging part, yeah. I think. And I guess that, that we started with a world of sport and everything. Uh, I think as a lot of sportsmen say, you know, okay, 
to keep evolving to new challenges is the n- real game uh, yeah you have to keep reinventing that, yourself so uh, yeah that's what uh, is the exciting part right great that's great you know we like to end the show with a on a light note so if you have a favorite one line joke if you can throw it in there one line joke yeah, then it's <laughs> almost in contradiction to what i just said but that's all right <laughs> an ex boss of mine said it you know once after i had like a massive fight within the agency he said musti it's only advertising <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. not life and death yeah it's not and uh, yeah we'll probably sell more soap or toothpaste tomorrow than we did today perfect okay. <laughs> <laughs> thank you it's been a pleasure having you with us today and really thank you so much for sharing those stories thank you so much keshav it was a Yeah, worthwhile Sunday morning. Great. It was worth waking up at this early hour on a Sunday. <laughs> Thank you from everyone at Talk to the Brand. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, all the very best to you and your team at Talk to the Brand. I'll be looking forward to the more illustrious people you'll be having on this show. <laughs> that's what I'm going to be <laughs> looking forward that's, to. That's <laughs> modesty. Talk to the Brand is recorded at Island City Studios and produced by Varun Singh. Special thank yous go out to Hussain Merchant, Jahangir Jahangir, Rupa Basu, Ashiar and the Naidu Punjabi design team. Do follow us on Insta and Facebook. You'll find the links in the show notes. Music for the show is designed by Zico. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate us on iTunes, Castbox, Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe and see you next week.